This is Unexpected Beginnings, the neonatal unit. Thanks to funding from Leeds Hospital's charity and the support of Leeds Children's Hospital, we're back with a brand new season. I'm Caroline Verdon. And I'm Kerry McCarthy. And we've both had babies on the neonatal unit, so we've both got first-hand experience of some of the highs and some of the lows. Coming up on this episode... It was really hard to think that I was waking up on Christmas Day with one child in hospital and one at home. They took a picture of Jack in his hat and wrote us a Christmas card from Jack. So we have that to be able to put up every year which is incredibly special to us. We've got one of the cots and turned it into a sleigh and then (laughs) zip-tied a reindeer to the front of it. Hello and welcome to the start of Series 2. So this episode is all about special occasions and helping you to make positive memories because it's really hard isn't it you just don't feel like it do you in the moment no not at that time not when you're not feeling festive or celebratory so hopefully this episode will give any family the hope to feel excited for some celebrations and want to be able to create some memories because it is possible it's absolutely possible even if right now it feels like Christmas is ruined and all your beautiful imaginings of how this first Christmas is going to be have been ripped away actually there are ways to make Christmas in hospital in neonates beautiful And hopefully this episode will give you some ideas. So one of the people we spoke to for this episode was Megan Dickinson. Now she spent Christmas 2020 on the ward with her son, Tommy. It was really hard to think that I was waking up on Christmas Day with one child in hospital and one at home. Um, But I was waking up with my little boy. He was six at the time. It's so hard, isn't it, having to make that decision on which child do you stay with, which child do you go and see? My partner actually went down in hospital to see him and sat with him and they were like there's loads of gifts out and he's got like a little certificate up and I'm kind of like oh at least when I go in it's going to be Christmas with my newborn baby and I couldn't wait actually to go see him it was nice the second you find that you're pregnant and then you realize that oh they're going to be here before Christmas or around Christmas in your mind you've already planned that lovely Christmas time that you're going to have and how it's going to look and then it's a bit of a shock when it is not how you imagined it really is like obviously when I found out I was pregnant, it was amazing. Like I couldn't wait to make him a big brother. He was so excited, and then all of a sudden, just our nightmare started, and felt like it was never ever going to end. What was really nice as well is they included my little boy, so I came home with presents from them for him that was named like to Tommy, love from Marley, what they wrapped up, what I thought were so lovely. It were really really nice. There were two hot chocolates. So I gifted one to his brother and I had one we shared that at home together. There was a massive sack. It had a builder bearing, a rattle, um, an outfit, a little Christmas pudding hat. It was just nice to feel a little bit of norm with him. They actually sent us pictures the night going into Christmas morning with his little hat on, which I've still got now, with a Merry Christmas, Mummy and Daddy. Can't wait to see you. It wasn't everyone's Christmas, but it was our Christmas. Was that the first sense of normal that you'd had? Um... I think so, yeah. Just because it were a big holiday, I tried to ignore the fact that, you know, he's a little baby lying in an incubator. I just wanted to, a day to feel normal to us. I wanted to remember it in a nice way. They're living in it in that moment. It was normal to me, completely normal. I think as well, you, you see all those baby cards in the shop, don't you? Like first smile, first time they've crawled, yeah. first time they've whatever. Um, and they don't necessarily work for babies who are on, on neonates in the same way. And all those 
in inverted commas, normal things that you expect to be doing when you have your baby, you you can't necessarily get involved in. So no, definitely not. Just the staff to create something for you to to create you that normal. Like that's it might yeah, just it, seem like buying a few presents, but it's not, is it? It's huge. It's not. It it really it, it like I say again, it will just like class as normal. Like the maidens will like hand foot hand and footprints of him, like of his first Christmas, which I've still got now. And the maidens a barbell, which uh, is hung up on my tree now. Like every little thing was so much thought and care put into it. Like at the time, I might seem really ungrateful because I was just trying to get through that day. But whereas now, they they mean so much to me. Like hanging that barbell on that tree is just it's a very special moment. Very special. It's about making those memories for the future. Megan, every year she puts that bauble on the tree and it's a special memory. And the thing about this is it's something that family and friends can get involved in as well. It doesn't have to be all on parents because I think that's really hard isn't it? when you're knee deep in just trying to deal with keeping your child safe and well. But family and friends can buy a footprint kit or turn up for a visit with some ribbon that they can then cut to the right length of the baby so you can keep that as 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 your your memory keepsake and it really is priceless isn't it all these things that you think are just a tiny gesture actually become a huge memory for the families yeah that's so true we spoke to Paul Morrison, who has three children, Pippa, Jack and Rosie, and he spent two Christmases in Neonates. So in 2019, we had a little boy born on the 23rd of December, who was due on the 18th of March. So he was born at 26 weeks. Obviously a real shock and very close to Christmas. He was a Christmas baby. That was Jack. And then Rosie was born on the 13th of September, 2022 at 26 weeks. She was due on Boxing Day. So she was supposed to be a Christmas baby, but wasn't. Jack lived for six days, sadly, he passed around the 29th of December, but he was actually bigger, stronger and healthier in theory than Rosie was. On all of these units, regardless of the size and the scale of them, the nurses are acutely aware of the variety of emotions that parents are likely to be experiencing. And they also know how to make those moments that should be special or could be special as special as they can be. At York and Harrogate, we got given parcels and, and a, a sack with gifts and they made cards and they took a picture of Jack in his hat and wrote us a Christmas card from Jack. So we have that to be able to put up every year which is incredibly special to us that card is it holds a huge sentimental value to us and it is a it is a unique one-off item and we've got plenty of other photos but that one was one that he sent to us as a family and uh, it will always have pride of place to us and i guess it, it's something that means that he's still a part of christmas yeah absolutely he, he is a part of christmas he is a part of our family life and um it is, a, it is tough this time of year. There's a lot going on and this year is our first family Christmas at home and you still have that kind of little asterisk that goes, yeah, we're not, it's not everybody, but we deal with what we've got in front of us and you take it one day at a time and you enjoy and you try and pour yourself into your living children. And I don't look back at Christmas with sad memories because Jack died. I personally look back at them as, as it being a special time. 
but I, I appreciate that for everybody, grief isn't a linear process. It, there isn't an, an easy manual on this is how you go through this. We're four years down the line. This year, actually, for, for, for us, feels a lot more acute in some ways than, than the other years because the years after, there was probably still an element of shock in the whole COVID thing the year after. Last year, we were in hospital again. So this year is the first one where you're kind of back in normal life and you go, whoa, like what has happened for the last four years? So it gives you time to reflect more than you have previously. And we had an 18-month-old as well when Jack was on the unit. Her knowledge of Christmas and other things then, yeah, she was aware, but she was 18 months old. Whereas last year she was four and, and was very into Christmas and we needed to make things as normal and as special as possible for her. And the nurses included her in that they found gifts and things for pippa and it, it was a very inclusive supportive atmosphere they celebrate milestones and it would have been very easy to say right christmas day 25th and ignore and forget the fact that boxing day was rosie's due date but on boxing day they had banners up saying happy due date so it's it's incredibly thoughtful they did lots of little touches along the way that made that journey. This is what I said to, to Rosie on uh, Monday when I took her in. I said, this was your home because it wasn't. And that is how I felt. It's how I feel when I take her back to Leeds. This was your first home. This was your second home. And at home is her, her true home. But th th those places that she lived and spent a long time and she was made to feel welcome and part of it there. So what advice would you have for parents in similar situations where they find themselves in hospital over a celebration? So I would say if you are finding yourself in hospital with your family over the festive period, let them know how you're feeling. Let them know if the festivity is too much and you're not feeling it. Um, let them know if you want the festivities turning up a notch. They will work around you and they will work around how you're feeling, and they'll work around how quickly your feelings can change. Those lines for nursery nurses' jobs are very blurred at times because mm. they go way above their job role. I think this is a testament to how incredibly thoughtful and how much of a people person you have to be as a nurse. Like we said at the time when, when Jack was here, that they were angels because they were looking after him. But they have such a diverse skill set and to be able to really connect with people on many levels and to read and to understand the fluctuations in the mood, how, quite, how quickly that can happen, how quickly things can change on the unit. They understand that you have other commitments on and they tell you to do what feels right for you in that moment. And that's what you've, you've, you've got to do. I think that's such a good point that Paul made because nurses do actually understand, just like Paul said, that we do have other commitments because all of us, I think, have been there in that moment and thought, oh, they're, they're judging me for going home. I'm not here as much as the other parent. I should be here for longer. The nurses don't think I'm here for long enough or I'm not doing right. And they're not, are they? No, no. And they know what's best for that family in that moment. And if celebrating the small things will give that family a boost, they will go that extra mile. But likewise, if you're not feeling festive, that's okay. And there is no pressure at all. 
that's something that we forget, isn't it? It's so easy. Or we all do it, don't we, throughout the whole of life, but we compare ourselves to other people. And especially when you're in such a confined space on a hospital ward, you do compare yourself and what you're doing with other people, especially when there are those festivities that are things that lots of people might celebrate, like your Mother's Day, your Father's Day, Christmas, that kind of thing. But the nurses, they get it. They do get it. It's such an interesting job, I think, being a neonatal nurse because the role is so diverse and it's definitely not what I first thought it was. I thought, well, they care for the babies and, you know, they might be premature, they might be poorly, but, you know, that's their job role. They're there for a medical caring purpose. But that's really only part of it, isn't it? Yeah. It does not just stop at the baby. They know that the whole family needs to be cared for in order for that baby to thrive. We spoke to Laura Mottram, who is a nursery nurse at Leeds Teaching Hospitals, and she spends a lot of her time trying to work out how to make positive memories for the parents. I feel like at a time where the families are so out of control, they don't have the headspace to think about all the little things because there's so many massive things going on in their lives right now that for someone like me to come along and take care of all the little things to them it it mean it means a lot and I, I want to help the families it's it's extremely important to me I remember me and Laura very nicely set up a crib we did <laughs> we turned the super sibs room into a Santa's Grotto and one of our lovely Supersibs volunteers came in and dressed as Santa and his wife came and was his, his elf and we put a little fireplace there and then we got one of the cots and turned it into a sleigh and then <laughs> zip-tied a reindeer to the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then put like layers of of crib sheets in the bottom of of the cot and then drove it round to each cot's base and put the baby in the cot and then played bells as we came to go see Santa and then he sat and held held the babies took a picture gave the mum a present and then put the baby back in and delivered them back to the cot and then changed the sheets and the next baby got in. It was it was very cute. <laughs> That's absolutely adorable. We do all of the big ones that are important, like Mother's Day, Father's Day, but all of the small things in between, like Mum's birthday, it's it's the last thing on her mind. But if we know that it's her birthday we will make sure that there's hand and footprint card made made for her so that she can open a card from a baby. It can be the siblings had a really good achievement at school. Anything that is important to that family is important to us. So we will celebrate anything and everything just to take that weight off. I think it does make a difference because they've, they have so many things going on that they don't have the capacity to to think of all them small things and we see this day in and day out we know what works we know what's effective we know how it helps the families and it's 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 lovely to do and when it comes to those feelings of you know feeling guilty that you're not having the christmas you'd imagined or all the 
Diwali, Easter, whatever the celebration is in your household that you'd imagined you were having. Have you got any suggestions for things that families can do to make it special in hospitals? They still have those memories. I think it's more the documentation of it. One of the main feedback that we get from families is take pictures, write things down, make the memories, be in the moment. And I know that's extremely hard to think about doing when you're in it because that's the last thing you want to do. This isn't something positive. You don't want to take pictures of everything. But when you get home and you look back on these things, it's the extremely small things that make a huge difference. It's the tiny little footprints. It's the picture of dad having his first cuddles. It's it's all the tiny little things. If you can support any family that's going through these, it would be if you're going to visit them, take the pictures, write the things down, it, any sort of memory making in such a difficult time that you wouldn't usually make their memories, then I would say do it. How do you support families in terms of if it is mum's birthday and dad or family wants to take mum out for the birthday? How do you encourage mum to take a break and go and celebrate? I would say we would encourage her to do whatever she wants to do. If she wants to go for, for a, a break and do it, then we can enable that. We can make sure that we send so many pictures and videos to make sure that baby's absolutely fine so that she doesn't have to worry. We can reassure, we can pre-plan what breast milk we're going to have so that she doesn't have the additional like expressing or the stress of of I have what am I going to do with my milk so we definitely encourage it but also we wouldn't force a mum to say you have to go and enjoy yourself away from your baby because sometimes mums don't want to but sometimes mums really need it so it, it's good to make it a possibility for them to do these things but also not pressure them into thinking you have to do this because this is what you have to do on your birthday it's whatever mum feels comfortable in doing I think from our perspective we put the family at the very center of the care of the baby there's not just that baby in the family there's a mum there's a dad there's siblings there's aunties uncles grandparents and everything works around everybody we can't just solely care for the baby because the family is so important the family's mental well-being the breast milk that they're providing, every single aspect of it hasn't direct impact on the baby. So for, for us, you are the patient just as much as the baby is the patient. Like if we can make your life just even the slightest bit easier, then we will do anything to make that happen. If you were to look at your job description, is it just that the job attracts kind individuals or is it that the job description requires it it's it's definitely not the job description it's it's more the ethos of the hospital it is the way the leads where works it is we we're accountable we're patient-centered we try and do go above and beyond on everything that we do and if we need to stay late because that baby needs the additional care, then we don't think twice about doing it. And I think with neonatal units, it's such a different environment than any other part of the hospital. 
that it's it's considered as family. All the staff know each other and we all work together as a team. And I think it just, if you're attracted to a ne- the neonatal unit, it's you are tend to be that kind of person that 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 wants to do the very best. And for parents who they don't want to bother you, you know, you're busy enough, you're looking after all these babies and there might be an event coming up or there might be a, an important moment in a family member's life, but we're not going to bother you with it because you're very busy. What would you say to that family? We're never too busy. We can always find a spare two minutes for even the smallest of things. And it's it's never too much for us to do. And if it is, then we have people in place that will take five minutes out of their day just to contribute. If we genuinely don't have enough time to do it, there are other people that can step in and do it. There's not just us, there's the whole team that, that will help. Just ask. There's always something we can do. Just mention it. There's so many great ideas in there. But I think for me, the take home is take the pictures, take the pictures, just do it. Get your phone out and take the pictures. And if you are a family member or a friend coming to visit mum, dad, baby, take the pictures. It is hard, isn't it? I think most of us aren't very good at accepting help. And I think, you know, if, if ever you've been in a situation where a friend or family member has been poorly, you naturally want to help, but there's not really anything at all that you can do. And you do feel helpless. But this is a situation where there there are there are things that you can do. You can get involved and think about how you can help that family create memories and buy the bunny ears for Easter that you can bring in with you and pop on baby's head and take a cute little picture or buy the birthday badge. Just have a little think about what tiny little things you can do so that you can turn up take a nice photo and that will be there as a memory. Memories last a lifetime. And that's about all we've got time for on this episode. But coming up in next month's episode, we're going to talk about making your thoughts official. So whether it is that you've had a genius idea on how to improve, I don't know, like the parent kitchen or something like that, or whether it is that you've seen something and you think, I I don't like the way that's done. It's about giving that thought a voice because it's so important. And actually, your feedback genuinely is welcomed. And your feedback has made so many positive changes. So that is next month's episode, which is out on the 18th of January. Unexpected Beginnings, the neonatal unit, is proudly funded by Leeds Hospitals Charity. As the official charity of Leeds Teaching Hospitals, They support NHS staff to deliver the best care for patients and their families. Generous donations have funded life-saving equipment, research, fellowships and improvements to the patient environment. Every penny donated helps to support the hard-working staff across the hospitals and enhance the experience of patients and their families. To find out more, head to leedshospitalscharity.org.uk.